FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. This is it for outdoors. This is the final one. We're going to keep doing these, though. Don't forget, we have SMX Series up for grabs, an intense Taser e-bike, among other prizes. But on this show, we're going to recap our uh, results from but, uh, Ironman and then uh, how we did on the year. And uh, we'll do another preview show before SMX. So this, is, this won't be the Charlotte SMX show. That'll be next week. And we're also going to have the winner of the Outdoor Series, Privateer Hero, Travis Delnicki. We're going to call him as well, talk about what he's going to do with his brand-new 2023 YZ250F. And uh, we'll have the regular experts on as well to uh, recap everything. Thank you to Motorsport, Fly Racing, 100%, and Yamaha all on board with us. Pulp 30 is the code to save with 100%. So uh, please check that out. From goggles to casual wear to mountain bike stuff, all of it's covered with Pulp 30 code at at 100%.com. Thank you to those guys from Jet Lawrence to Cooper Webb to Star Yamaha, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you to the guys at 100% for doing that. And motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. The number one online retailer out there, I promise you, they have a dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out, and a great return policy, free shipping, over 79 bucks as well. Uh, yeah, motorsport.com, man. Go there and uh, and feel the difference, see the difference, make an order. And if there's any issues, send me an email using the contact form on pulpamex.com. I'll get it settled with the guys at Motorsport. All right? Sounds good. We'll tell you more about fly racing later on in the show, but let's get started with the uh, Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast. All right, everybody. Now, as promised, uh, the other, the other experts for uh, Pulpamex Fantasy, where we're going to look back on Iron Man and uh, and and also talk to Travis Delnicki, who who's, who won the bike, and it's really really cool that he did. Uh, first up from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh, nothing. I'm uh, I'm uh, happy and sad. I won a lot of money with my bets I had with my my uh, you know listeners. I lost only one bet. <laughs> Uh, one bet, and it was to you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's uh, great. Yeah. Uh, also on the line from Renthal, it's Paul Parabino. Hi, Paul. Yeah, what's up, boys? Um, I'm glad this uh, fantasy thing has come to an end here, and we get to give away some prizes. That's the fun part. I get a break on handicaps for a week. Um, everything's great. Can't wait for Charlotte. And uh, also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, at Fly Racing USA on social media, it's Jason Thomas. What's happening? How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. Lots to talk about when it comes to this. And again, people, uh, we're still doing a three-race SMX series. That counts. Lots of good prizes. All of that um, intense Taser e-bike we're giving away for the grand prize. So really, really cool. All right. Uh, Iron Man, here we go. 5.57, high score of the week. 60, 67% of teams uh, scored eight um, score per points. Had eight riders score points. And uh, as far as we go, um, let me look into this real quick. I should have pulled that up right away. Uh, Iron Man, I wasn't there. I was in England, but I was stressing about my pick. So I do. I think maybe it was Paul. Was Paul? You were away a weekend where you had no service. Maybe you were mountain biking or something, and, and I felt your pain with the with the time change, and oh, the, yeah. and the uh, and the internet service out in the middle of a field in England. I, I texted Marks and said, "Hey, man, I may be texting you my picks. Like I don't know what's going on here. You know." So, um, 
but I did it. Uh, Dan, you won. 471. You won Iron Man. Marks was next. 436. I was after that. 430. Paul, 405. Mulligan, 402. JT, 366. And uh, Roto, 358. And for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, since we started Pulp Mex Fantasy, after losing two other series at the last race to that bastard Jason Thomas, I have done it. I have won the Experts League for motocross. I am the champion. Sick. What do you, what's your bonus? Like, what's your prize? What'd you win? Uh, I think each one of you give me a hundred. I think we talked about, right? Uh, oh, as long as you give us a hundred for each of the last few years. <laughs> uh, 5,054. Dan had 5,036. 18 point difference. Uh, JT 40, 48, 67. Uh, Mark's 47, 92. Uh, Paul forty seven eighty one and Roto forty six thirty nine on the uh, on the season for MX, uh, but uh, yeah, really couldn't have done it without my team. Can't thank them. Um, <laughs> FFL for Indiana Ryder D with both of them zero point zero percent correct. Kind of surprising that no one would take a swing on Ryder D, who is a good starter. By the way, uh, we did have a motorsport.com FFL winner. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty amazing The the gentleman must, uh, must have known something. Uh, 50% of people picked the 250 FFL. Nobody got it right. Uh, 68% of people picked the 450 FFL. 94% got it right. Cause it was Jet Lawrence. Uh, hey, are you saying somebody in motorsport picked Ryder D? No, I think that was from Bud's Creek. Actually. I, I meant to, yeah, uh, yeah I we was... didn't do Iron Man yet. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Ryder D did top the fantasy points for 90. I had him last week. Couldn't pick him this week. He got 90 points. Trevin Nelson, 1% pick trend, 76 points. Anybody know anything about Trevin Nelson? Yeah, he was on Club MX. I looked at him, number 390, my oh. um, rookie. But, uh, yeah, I just I didn't, I didn't think there was enough value there. So. Derek Kelly, 74. Talvico, 70. Schwartz, 62. Slade Smith, 60. Hammaker, 58. Swole, 58. Uh, from pick trend, it was Ryder D, number one pick trend. Did he qualify well? He must have. I don't remember. Yeah, he was um, good. 63% pick trend. The next guy was 34%. Pierce Brown. And then Hammaker, 33. And then Hayden Deegan at 32. Me, myself, and I. I had Seth Hammaker. A uh, real good track for him. And, uh, yeah, 58 points. He crashed in Moto2, I think. Uh, so he got double in one moto and then 58. It's not great, but he was the uh, eighth best pick, so I guess whatever. I had Kilroy, too. Preston Kilroy, the handicap nine, uh, 58 points for Kilroy. So that's okay as well. Not great. Uh, Pierce Brown. Yeah, Pierce Brown. Not good again. Uh, 41 points, um, five handicap, and he crashed in moto one and was 38th, I think, at one point. Uh not great. And then my all-star was Justin Cooper. Also not great. Uh, I figured Justin Cooper had to had to win this thing or had to go balls out uh, to, to, you know, to try to make a chance at this. And he went down in that second turn in Moto1, and there went all my fantasy points, 34 points. Dan, who'd you have? Um, I had Ryder D. I didn't have him the week before, so that was good. 90 points there. I, that was an easy pick for me. Very start-dependent track for this race. Um, then I had to scroll way down to my all-star was my next best pick of Hayden Deegan, 50 points there. <clears throat> so that was good. And then I had Pierce Brown. Um, he had his best practice sessions of the year. We know Pierce has talent, but 
you know, a lot like RJ, he falls and finds himself in these, you know, situations where he just goes down or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great day. 41 points. I was pretty upset with his team. Uh, Will knew it. Uh, Tyler Keith knew it. Everybody knew it. I was very <laughs> upset. They knew I had a lot on the line. Um, but really, my biggest letdown was Austin Forkner. Um, this is what gave you the win uh, in our bet. Forkner rode awesome the first moto, uh, up to fourth, I think. Um, yeah. Second moto come, came from way back, outside the top 20. And he was passing into 10th, which were... 10th or 11th either way it would have been double points and um yeah just had an unfortunate crash which allowed hammaker to get double points uh and you beat me by 18 points so i watched all this unfold and i had no phone service so i just thought i was losing all my bets and everything i was stressing the max um jt was laughing at me at times when he had a break in between tv and i'm just like man this sucks like no phone service like like Marks, thanks to Marks, he picked my team for me. I sent it to him with four minutes to go. Um, I couldn't even get the media tent to work. Uh, everyone's computers were down. Uh, Dark side called Marks on his phone uh, because my phone wouldn't even make a call. And uh, yeah, but uh, it was a bit of a shit show. Yeah, the media tent, why find the media tent down? That's just shocking. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, it was um, such a such a ball up. And then I, I had FFL. I had Justin Cooper FFL. Of course, I got that wrong as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, JT, who'd you have? Uh, pretty messy day for me. Um, just nothing kind of went right. I had Hamaker and it was okay, but he faded late in the first moto 58, 58 points. Wasn't anything exceptional. Um, and it was my best score. I had Mark Finnis and, uh, yeah, I thought he'd be better than that. Uh, that's home home track, track. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, just wasn't. Wasn't an exceptional exceptional day for him at all. I think he went like twenty two twenty one or twenty one twenty or something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I'll just be quite honest. I thought he'd be better. Uh, I had Forkner in that second moto crash screwed me. Obviously, it screwed Dan too. Um, and I was kind of right next to it, like in a in a mule headed to the podium. And I'm like, okay, sweet, all right, great. This is just just what I needed. Like this just capped my day right off. And then I had Justin Cooper, who uh, yeah. Didn't have a good first moto at all. Pretty much as bad as I think it was outside of High Point, his worst moto of the year. Um, so just was uh, it's pretty bad all around in 250 class. Uh, Paul? Um, yeah, my weekend was shit. Um, I did have Ryder D, so I had the top score there. That was awesome. Um, but after that, I got to scroll way down like Dan, and I went Pierce Brown and Austin Forkner. Um, I mean, we all love Pierce Brown. He, he works hard, he's got a lot of talent, but you got to start to call a spade a spade. And this guy crashes every time. And I think he needs to be doing better at this point. Like, um, I, I don't, I, I just think he needs to be better. Yeah. I think um, if, you, then, if you're TLD and gas, gas, your, your, your worry level is starting to, to, to raise. I, I think you have to become concerned. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of been the same Pierce for four years now. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then I had Forkner. We saw what happened to him. Dan went over, he crashed. Um, so that was shit. And then uh, even worse, I had the worst all-star available. I had Levi Kitchen. He crashed out of the last moto. So um, I'm, I'm just all looking at this now because I actually never even looked. I remember I was at my son's football game, and I tried not to pay attention to fantasy because I, I think as anyone would 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 understand, sometimes this game makes me mad, and I didn't need to be mad for another reason while I was watching my son play football. So um, I'll, all I saw marks for the text was something about Brown. It was one word. It was like Brown difficult or Brown I don't know what he said, but I just left the text because I was like, I can't read this stuff. 
Yeah. I'm just going to get more fired up. So I was like, I don't want to hear about it. And I just left. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on either. I was obviously in the UK and you just, Paul Parabinos has left the conversation. I'm like, for what? What happened? What? Why? What's going on? Oh yeah. Well, because we're, we're five minutes into the first moto. I'm sitting <laughs> in the bleachers and I, and I, I knew I had Brown on my team and I just looked down at my text and I get a text about Brown. And I'm like, I can't handle this. I was like, I'm out of this text. <laughs> So okay. yeah, great team. Oh, and uh, to add a, to add a little bit more flavor there, I got the uh, FFL wrong. I went Deegan. All right, four uh, fifties. Uh, Lahovny, who I actually thought about picking because I think he qualified pretty well. Uh, really looked at, but just didn't want to risk it. I had my lead, and I'm like, I just stay away from these, you know, swings of these guys. Uh, Dylan Ride, I was confident um, that he would do well, uh, and he did. Seventy six points. Well, Lahovny eighty six. Max Miller eighty. Ryder Floyd, 76. Dylan Wright. Zach Williams uh, coming through. Moran's, uh, Bryce Shelley, uh, Jeremy Hand. It was a real eclectic bunch of guys on the top of this scoring. I went with Dylan Wright, uh, 76 points. Of course, he burnt a lot of people at Bud's when his chain flew off. Uh, so I figured he would do pretty well. Handicap 5. Uh, he came through for me on that. I had Jace Kessler, who, yeah, didn't have a great day. He scored a ton of points last week, I believe. And I figured Michigan guy, Iron Man. Like Red Bud, probably be good. 14 handicap, and I don't really know what happened. I don't think he fell. I just don't think he – I think he did get double both points, both motos, but not by much. It wasn't probably the day that he wanted uh, for sure. I had, J- I had Chase Sexton. That was easy, 50 points. Figured that would happen. And then my last guy was Jose Butron, who told me how excited he was to be going for SMX points. And, you know, this in, this track had been one that I thought he could do pretty well at. And then uh, he's a handicap eight. And then I don't know what happened in the first moto. He was gone early, like right away, DNF. And I was like, oh. And then got 40 the second moto, so at least he showed up for that one. Um, so that was all right. By the way, I didn't do the pick trend. Chase Sexton, number one pick trend, 47%. Dylan Wright, 40%. Rubini, uh, 39 Just Pettis, 28 uh, Barsha, 27 Jeremy Hand, 20 um, All right, Dan, who'd you have? Um, so, yeah, I passed on Dylan – uh, the week before, so I was able to pick Dylan. Um, I thought that he would be the best scorer of the weekend, and he was right there. Max Miller went to the LCQ, and Lahovi, I've heard, has some health issues, uh, Lyme disease or something, so I'm, I was a little scared of that. So Dylan Wright was my best pick, um, and then I went with Bryce Shelley. Uh, I went back to the well twice on him this year, and uh, 3% pick trend. I knew not many people would pick him because he doesn't qualify that well, and uh, but I know he's in really good shape. And I thought that would help me with, uh, you know, all the bets I had. And and it did, 66 points there. Uh, Chase Sexton was my all-star. And then uh, Jess Pettis was the one that let me down. Uh, I just knew that he was in shape. I knew that he was on a good bike. He had his, you know, his mechanic there and his race bike and everything else. Uh, but unfortunately, him and Dylan Wright got together in the second moto and, and uh, on the first lap and just DNF'd. He got 50 points in the first moto. Um, oh, I thought he awesome. crashed in the first turn. No? He didn't? Oh, yeah, okay. I think... I think Dylan and him kind of came together. Oh, okay. Right. Whatever the case. I, yeah, it wasn't yeah. intentional or nothing. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like my two guys, you know, hit each other. But, uh, yeah, overall, it was actually a really good 450 team. Jess could have easily got 90 points on the day, uh, you know, no problem. So, uh, And then I had Jet FFL, um, and he got both of them, so that was good. All right. Uh, JT? Uh, just more suffering, really. Okay. Um, I, did, I did have Dylan Wright, who – did really well. If he wouldn't have crashed, it would have been even better. But um, he still had a really solid day and a really high pick trend, so not as much gained as I would like. I had Chase Sexton as my all-star, uh, 47% pick 
picture and good God. Um, and he, yeah, did exactly what he needed to do to get 50 points. I had Jess Pettis and, uh, he had a good one going. And then the second moto DNF and I'm trying to do my job and I see him in the pit area and, you know, talking to his mechanic. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, great. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time you're in the States. And then, um, yeah, my last one, Colt Nichols, who, uh, pretty much just wasn't there. Um, he might have <laughs> That's brutal. Brutal. That is a brutal. tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think he made two apps all day. That uh, was, thir- uh, was a really thir- good time. 13% pick trend. Yep. Zero brutal. points. Ty Masterpool, 10% pick trend. Ty qualified, right? And then he went to the hospital. Yeah, he rode the yeah. first practice. No one really knew what was going on yeah. until after the day was over. Yeah. But yeah, he had appendicitis or something. Yeah. But, Jay Wilson, too, 4% pick trend, zero points because he only rode practice, right? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't remember seeing him out there, so that sounds about right. <laughs> All right, Paul. Um, yeah, my 450 team wasn't anything great. Um, I, the, the toughest issue I had was Dylan Wright was red on my screen because I had him last week. So I hope he was a 60% pick trend last week, and that's why he's only 40 this time. If there is any other people that didn't pick him, you suck because that was the easiest pick on the board, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, after that, I went Jeremy Hand. He had a consistent day. He went 16-16, so that was okay. Um, but then unfortunately after that, my next best guy is my all-star, which is Chase Sexton. And the last two guys on my team, um, because I couldn't pick right, uh, I was probably always picking Jess Pettis after I saw he was pretty competitive in practice. Uh, but one moto good, one moto shit. And same thing with Stefan Rubini, one moto good, one moto shit. He qualified good. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of, that's, that's my story there. And I, I did, uh, FFL right at least. Oh yeah. Uh, we all got jet for FFL. I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I would I would hope so, um, and I think I'll be I think I will also be picking Jeff for FFL for SMX races. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, I talked about fly racing, or sorry, I talked about 100 percent of motorsport earlier. Fly racing, fly racing USA on social media. Whether it's uh, R.J. Hampshire, whether it's Jaleek Swole, whether it's Justin Brayton. I was just in the UK with Zach Osborne. He had some pretty sweet fly look, fly racing gear there too, as well. Uh, at Fly Racing USA on social media. Go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. And uh, look at the things that Fly Racing has done. The Formula S helmet, it's a helmet with a brain. It's a smart helmet. It could save your life. I mean, I'm not being overdramatic, JT. It could save your life. Uh, well, yeah, any helmet to technically save your life. But, yeah, we, okay. we feel like it's on the front end of, of the this, industry as far as that stuff goes. This could save your life more. Uh, yeah, the response time from right. emergency responders is going to be faster than anything else out there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, absolutely great stuff. The guys at Fly are super stoked on this Formula S helmet and uh, see what the fuss is all about at flyracingusa.com. 100% Motorsport Yamaha all on board with us. So more controversy with the 100% lead pipe locks. Thanks to Dirty Al, more controversy. As we all know, last week JT refused to give his 100% lead pipe locks and said he was going to contact Dirty Al in secret with the locks as so as to clinch the championship. Well, he never did that. Ooh, that's a shame. JT? Really. It's only a shame if you care. Did you, did you forget, JT? Did we JT? give him the average? Was this yeah, a- I'm just working, man. I, on a, to be honest, did you forget? I have a lot, have a lot going on in the weekend. Yeah, I, I didn't put one second of thought into it, nor care. All right. Well, you seem to have cared about your standings in this. In I know. Like, I, I just, like I, just over, I didn't want but... to say that, Paul. But now here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't like being ripped off. But 
if you're asking me if I truly care or not, man, I got, I have a lot going on. Like my life's really complicated right now. So it's not top of mind. So yeah, things happen. Think of all the energy you wasted arguing all year long about these things. Well, if somebody tries to take advantage of me, then yes, I'm going to stand up for myself. Oh my God. (laughs) Now you're like Martin Luther King. I'm going to stand up for myself. Okay. Well, you got the average. who, who, Who will, if you won't, you got the average. Which was 106. That's cool. I got. I, I just get a donut when I pick. You picked pick a guy who class. didn't wasn't in the class, Paul. Um, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I don't want the average in the other class or nothing. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> taking the win for the 100% lead pipe dirty Al Green locks championship by a margin of 19 points. Sorry. My bad. My bath is bad. Forty nine points. Jason Thomas takes the win. Still wins it. Still yeah, wins sometimes it. You don't, you don't have to put in your best effort. <laughs> our guy Roto. Our guy Roto picked Derek Kelly, but also Derek Drake. I mean, he wow. went for it. He so, needed a huge weekend. Is what he needed. He he really did. Who did I have? Dan, you won. Pierce Brown, Dylan Wright. Oh, nice. Paul, I take. Ryder D and Drake. Oh, Ryder D. Man, winning with Pierce Brown is really something, Dan. Congrats yeah. on that. Uh, <laughs> hey, Janet got FFL second letter too. He hit the gate. Yeah, he yeah, still got it. Some yeah. sort of miracle worker. Yeah. He like turned under AP and AP had the whole shot but went over. Oh, like, Dylan crashed. I was walking and I didn't. I was Dylan crashed. I was thinking that AP led that first lap. Oh, no, no, no. Jenna got AP the in the breaks. first turn. Yeah, when everybody was on the brakes to turn, he was still wide open somehow. Yeah, I and turning, turning sharper than everybody. Like, staying up when everyone else is off the track, he just turns sharper. He's a, I'm a, a shifter. I'm going to pick him with FMX, too, then. If he can hit the gate and still get it, I'm in. So, yeah. JT, how many donut trophies does this make? Uh, this will be three. Wow. Man, I only got two. Wow. Don't pick a team, Dan. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roto. I mean, yeah, these scores are low. 117 for the win is not, not good. But, uh, no. yep. I don't think I would have beat 106. No. I don't, I don't think I beat 106 if nope. I picked. Well, dirty out. I, I truly did forget. Like, I didn't Yeah. I didn't think about it for one second, and that's, that's what if you forgot? What if you forgot they gave you the average and you lost? Can you guys imagine the shit storm on this No, phone? I wouldn't. I mean, what do you, like, I, I forgot. There's no other way to say it than I forgot. Like, but on the scale of, like, importance of things I'm stressing about in my day-to-day life right now, it's not very high. So I have to also like, qualify that as like, yeah, sometimes some some things are just going to fall through the cracks sometimes. Like on the pod, you're like, nope, not saying it. I don't want Roto to listen. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it seemed like a big master <laughs> well, plan. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that is a fair situation that Roto gets to pick 48 hours later. I don't believe that's necessarily even Steven. Keep me out of this. Okay. Do you? Do you think that's... Yeah, it's like, fine because nothing changes. Like, it's the race... What do you mean nothing changes? Nothing like, really like changes. It cost me a rider this year. Jet Reynolds. Or, excuse me, yeah, Jet Reynolds. Yeah, yeah but, like, but but did he know that? Mean? Yeah, it was two days later. We found out ten minutes later. But how did how did he find out? Like, what happened? What what was the cause of him... There was a PR of everywhere of him not riding. Oh, okay. Weekend. There was a PR about him not coming out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was yeah. like inside that's info. That's when Lumpy yeah. came back. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Well, then you can always contact Dirty Al in that case and change it. 
I can because I didn't know if that was uh, if that's kosher. Yeah, I think if a rider is like out, you know, you just can't change it on the morning of the day because you feel like your guy, you know, all of that. Looks like we have to firm up these rules for SMX a bit more. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. These rules seem like they're SMX the only ones that don't, the only ones that don't <laughs> the only ones that don't care. Dan and I are just like happy to play, happy to have some laughs. Happy Stop to, it. Dan's the most competitive person you've ever met. Dan has never complained just, about any rule of, of the lead pipe locks. About, I am more vocal about my, uh, my yeah, air. I, I agree. I agree, Dan, Dan is, But Dan has never complained once on this show about the lead pipe lock contest. No. I, I vote for an unbiased scorekeeper. What, uh, Dirty Al's just taking scores. What do you? I don't think I don't think Dirty Al's biased at all. It's not his fault that Roto's not He's just picking at... at the same time we are. That has nothing to do with Dirty Al. I mean, JT, you I just feel it's an injustice. You That's cared all... so much, you forgot to do your picks, and you won. So no, no, no. You're you are misplacing what I care about. I care about the little guy, aka me, and always. Oh, okay. And when the little guy is getting shit on and has some sort of. Um, discrimination against when his pick time is and it gives an unfair advantage to his rival then you have to okay. speak up his rival you now, now roto's your rival so okay so if we changed it that roto has to text the picks on a on a wednesday to me yeah then we're good roto yeah, roto texts them yeah, to me fair. or somebody yeah sure yeah no problem with that <laughs> uh, pulp max fantasy everybody uh smx coming up uh, Catch the fever. Whole new game, um, and then uh, you can you can also win something without even being any good at the game. Twenty five dollar motorsport dot com gift card FLMX six four seven. You win it, and uh, our jerky prize pack. Brad Cave, thanks for playing, guys. And then GrillYourAssOff dot com uh, prize package DM two four zero five zero seven. We'll be in touch. Thank you, guys. You guys all joined up on the championship league, and uh, this is just randomizer picked your name. Uh, for um, for this. So, yeah, thank you uh, for playing. We'll be in touch. Uh, again, if you go to the um, SMX, first place, Intense E-Bike, second, Dirt Dreams Education, third place, a set of free Max's truck tires, uh, $1,000 Motorsport.com gift card, a Fly Racing head-to-toe gear package, fly, a Get Athena package, uh, Zool's bag, all of it. We're still giving prizes all the way back to 31st for SMX. Three races, so uh, here we go. Uh, thanks for uh, for playing, everybody. Now, shall we get uh, the winner, the bike winner on the line, boys? Yes. Anything? Yes. Anything else about the? Do anybody want to congratulate me on the win? Congratulations. Thank you. you. Deserve it. Thank uh, you. If you are listening to the show, please check your emails if you want a prize. Travis, myself, JT, Paul. We've been emailing people. I have winners from Paula and. Um, yeah, we're just not going to keep emailing you. Sorry. Like, fuck me, man. I've emailed some of these people four times for an updated address. So, yeah, that's all. All right. Paul, Frustrating. Uh, Paul JT, any congratulations for me for winning? Yeah, great job. Thank you. Yeah, nice work. Okay. Nice work. Thank you. Um, all right, let's uh, let's call Travis Delnecki, who, if people don't know, he, he's a longtime privateer in the sport. He's a racer. He races Supercross and Motocross, and he won. The Outdoor Series and wins a YZ250F uh, for his efforts. And uh, we'll talk to him about that and more uh, right away here. Let's, let's do this. All right. Now, as promised, uh, the winner of the bike for the uh, 2023 Outdoor Series, thanks to Yamaha, 2023 YZ250F. It really, I mean, it really couldn't have gone to a better guy. We, we did give it to 
uh, Ronnie Goodwin a few years back, who was an ex-privateer rider, but he had hung up the boots. But he won uh, one of the bikes that we gave away. But this gentleman on the line, he's still racing. Uh, Travis Delnicki, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? How are you? Congratulations, man. Uh, that's awesome. Um, really, really cool. You won a motorcycle, huh? Yeah, it's un- unreal. Like, I I mean, I've done pretty well in the game in the past. I had, like, you know, I've been up there in the mix. But to actually put it all together to win is, like, unreal to me. <laughs> um, so you had a pretty big lead going in the last round, right? Uh, we talked about that on our podcast last week. So, yeah, you played it pretty safe. Uh, although you did have Rubini, he kind of bit you. Yeah, and Pettis. So, but the the good part was, I had already. I was as the day was going on. I was checking like like two to ten, like the top ten. Everybody score like crazy. Like I wasn't even watching the motos. Like I was just <laughs> constantly checking everybody's score, and I actually had it figured out that I was pretty confident. I had it locked up before the last moto because I had, I think, 85-point lead or something like that. And pretty much everybody had um, Rubini, uh, Chase, and... Uh, Dylan, right. Dylan Wright. Yeah, Dylan Wright. and Dylan. Yeah. So the only person I had dif- different was Pettis. So I was like, that's only a 50-point swing. So I'm pretty sure I got it. Yeah. So. He was, he, I was getting some text every now and again because... You know, he messaged me about riders, and every now and again, I'd get a few texts in a row when service would pop in, and he's like, I think I got it. And I'm like, man, motos haven't even started yet. Second motos, like, <laughs> he, he had it all figured out, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really, really neat. What do you, Are you going to race this thing? Is that the plan? Yeah, you're a, you're a Yamaha guy already, right? Yeah, I am a Yamaha guy already. I haven't raced 250 in a while. Um, I've pretty much just been racing 450s, but at the same time, there's still like, you know, I race NESC all the time and little races here and there that, you know, I can't do the one of the paying classes because I don't have a 250. So mm. even though I may not ride it all the time, it's it would be good to have to race certain events, you know, that yeah. so I could make cool. some extra money. So, yeah. Um, also, like going back to last weekend, like. I did not do what I normally do. Like I kind of went against what I have been doing all year because I was so nervous to like blow it. (laughs) So I went like safe, but that's never really safe. When you think about it, like if you go with a safe team, that almost never works out. So, (laughs) so you went Pierce Brown and Austin Forkner thinking you'd be safe. Yeah. I was like, I was like factory guys safe, but that's not safe. 90% of the time. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I ran into your guy at a at a, a race, maybe Washugal, your your mechanic. Well, I forget his name now. He's a good oh, dude. Oh, Jack. Jack, and he was telling me that you were staying home from the races. You weren't even going to watch or race or anything because you had your spreadsheets and everything else. You were you were fully in on this bike. <laughs> well, that's true that I wasn't going to the races because I wanted to make sure I had service and everything. But actually, I haven't raced all year because i got hurt i hurt my back pretty bad okay so i wasn't avoiding racing to play fantasy but i was avoiding going to the races for (laughs) fantasy (laughs) but yeah so that's actually one reason why this is like super cool for me because i've had a terrible year like dealing with this injury i'm just starting to feel normal again so so it's an awesome consolation prize actually pays a lot better than if i were racing so 
Um, but did, did, so, what was your plan? Like, do you do you have the Excel spreadsheets? Like, you know, Roto does our fantasy preview where he goes, "Hey, if uh, if this guy qualified 14th, here's his handicap, here's his expected points that he should score." Of course, that never works out, but it's somewhat of a guide. It's a it's a nice way. Do you do that kind of stuff, or do you have your own system? Um, I don't have like a spreadsheet so much, but I have a way of doing it i mean i always look at the times to the handicap like the uh i think grotto does that that one spreadsheet after practice is over i always look at that and then um i always just i don't know i i watch the racing so close and like being a racer i feel like that helps me like i i can see patterns i feel like sometimes of like guys when they're trending up when they're trending down so like a lot of it is honestly i feel like I just have a good feel for what's going on, but I also do always look at the the qualifying times next to people's handicap, and I try to, um, you know, there's situations like with Drake. I don't care how many times his qualifying practice puts him at 100 fantasy points. I'm not picking. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was gonna say. Like you told me, like with four weeks to go, you're like there was a list of guys you just weren't picking. You're like. I'm not picking Drake. I, I don't care. Like, I just, you know, and I was like, well, the guy can pick him behind you, and he could get 100 points, and you were just like, yeah, well, if he does, he does. Yeah, you know? and, I did uh, not care. If that's how I was going to go down, like, so be it. I'm not picking Drake. <laughs> it's like JT <laughs> with, it's like JT with crazy, Jerry. You know, just JT and Jerry. It's the same thing. He could have gotten 100 points, and he, I mean, of course he didn't, you know, but yeah. crazy. So, so, Travis, in your opinion, is this a game of skill or a game of luck? Uh, it's a game... It's both. I mean, you could win the game fully on luck for sure. Like, I got lucky like tons of times just by picking guys on the right weekend. Um, but, Who? I mean... Oh. But it's a but it's a skill game. I mean, there's no chance that you pick, you know, Bryce Shelley when we pick Bryce Shelley if you don't have some kind of skill, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, Actually, I, my, I came in up... In my opinion. Yeah. I did do some stats for this, so I had, like, you know, I could tell you guys a little bit of what I got going on. And, like, I did not I, – there. I don't have guys. Like, very – there's only a couple guys where, you know, if I see them in, at a decent handicap, I'm like, okay, that's my guy. Like, um, so I did, like, the math here, and there's, you know, 11 rounds. There's 33 non-all-star guys that you can pick over the course of the season. And in 450 class, I picked 28 guys. So I almost never picked the same guy. So a lot of it was you picked the same all star. You flipped all stars every week almost until the last week, right? Yeah, for a little while I was switching between Chase and Dylan. That was like kind of my go to for a while. But then I also, you know, I didn't pick them when I was like looking back. I was like, I didn't pick them as much as I thought. So, but I, I kind of just, I don't know. It's so weird, like. I just like kind of was able, I got lucky for sure, but there was times like high point I had, I had like Slade Smith and I would never pick Slade Smith, but it just, he was doing okay at the time. And, and that was the weekend, one weekend where a lot of guys who normally wouldn't qualify qualified. So I'm like, this guy qualifies like his handicap. There's no way. He's not beating whatever, you know, 16, 15 guys or something like that. So, like, I kind of thought about things like that, too, because there was a few rounds where you saw guys qualifying that you're like, yeah, these guys, they don't have, you know, 
either even if they have the speed they don't have 30 in them so that kind of helped me too being able to see stuff like that who uh which privateers did you text for updates and pick <laughs> uh well carno's in the uh privateer um privateer group chat i guess they have yep so sometimes he would tell me stuff that like grant was saying <laughs> so i would take i would take a little bit from that that there here and there and uh i'm in that too it, it seems like it's absolutely crazy advice half the time half the time I mean, harlan's like i don't feel good man i'm not into it uh 85 points you know? i mean travis is a lot different than some of the other people that have won in the past he actually won a weekend. I mean, he won a jersey, uh, Colt Nichols jersey that he has in his garage. Um, a lot of times, guys don't win. He was six thousandth place though at Hangtown. So I mean, it wasn't very. It wasn't like he had a great, you know, a great season. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but after that, he won Thunder Valley. Then he was top, you know, top two hundred pretty much after that, and right inside the top one thousand. So, I mean, at Hangtown, his team only scored three hundred eighty-five points. It's crazy. Andy yes. got both FFLs right. So what yes. a good See, back, back, back to my question, I believe it's a game of skill, but I think where luck comes in is when you, when those, when those guys DNF and you get on the wrong week, that's what kills your progress is, is when, you know, you have to, you took master pull somewhere and then you can't take him the next weekend when he gets a hundred or however that happens. So I would imagine you were on the right side, a lot of the, of a lot of those situations. Yeah, I was on the right side uh, quite a bit, and that—that's—I really feel like I agree with you. It's a lot more skill than what people think, but that—that that part of it is definitely luck. Like I got on the right side of Maddie Jorgensen. Um, oh yeah, I was on the wrong one. Yeah, you were—you were on the right side of Anderson when he came back. Uh, yep. The Washougal stuff. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your picks. You were on the right side of those flip flops that you know of those guys for sure. Yeah, even guys that like I would just pick randomly that I may not always pick. Like, I picked Jordan Smith at uh, Thunder Valley. He got me. I'm pretty sure he scored 100 points. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't normally pick him, but like I was saying, like I just kind of you can kind of see when things are trending a little bit if you pay like if you, if you know yes. you know like I know that being a racer and stuff, I can see kind of what's going on. He also but, picked FFL at every race. Yeah, I picked I picked uh, Jay Coop and uh, Jet at every single round. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, so that's a skill move. Picking Jordan Smith at, at Thunder Valley—that's a skill move. He's always done well there. He rides well there all the time. He's on a star Yamaha at altitude. Like that's that's where I think yeah, having knowledge comes into into play. And I believe, and, and I know Dan agrees with me here. I think it takes far more knowledge of the sport to be good in motocross than it does in supercross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because I think you you can, you know, obviously you go way deeper through the field, so you have to know a lot more riders, where in Supercross, it's, I mean, if you can get eight every weekend, like, you're going to be up there no matter what. For sure. So, um, but I also, I think a huge part of what helped me was I'm such a, like, nerd, where, like, at night, I just spend my time on YouTube watching races. So, <laughs> so I like watch the British Nationals. I watch Australian Nationals. Like I watch oh, all awesome. MXGP. Like so, so when all these guys came over, I kind of knew who a lot of them were, and uh, that helped me a lot. Actually, there was one moment that like won me this championship. Actually, um, at Southwick, and it, you know, that was the one race I was at. 
So, but it had nothing to do with local knowledge. So I noticed I had Anton Goal on my team. Yeah, you did. And you swapped him out for John Adam- Adamson or some shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, so it's 12.55. I'm literally on the bleachers by the Legion. And I'm like looking over my team one last time. Somehow I had a little bit of service. And I noticed that Goal didn't do a time in the second practice. So I freaked out. Like I literally sprinted <laughs> off the bleachers. I like almost stepped on people's phones and hands and stuff. Like I did not care. <laughs> So I ran off the bleachers kind of like away, like towards the baseball fields and like found a good spot of service or I was like, okay, I can make this change. So I switched him to John Adamson who getting me and I knew him because I had watched a couple of British championship races. So he got, he got you 80 points. Yeah. Yeah. He got me 80 points. And then the next week I picked goal and he got me a hundred. So yeah, the way I, yeah, that, I remember that the way that that worked was like that, I mean, that saved me. Like, that won me the title. So that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um, that, I remember talking about it, and we all picked goal. We're like, he's going to be great. And, I mean, then he didn't ride the second moto. Also, so, uh, Travis, uh, Travis, on top of this, you won Industry Idiots too. So, yes, things are just rolling your way. Yeah. I think uh, 10, with 000, my injury and stuff. Yeah, $10,750 you won in industry idiots. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> not I like bad. that. That'll put some gas in the rig to get to some races. Yep. <laughs> not bad for a $100 what, investment. crazy, though. <laughs> a lot of privateers did good. I mean, Chiz got fourth, Harlan sixth. Uh, I mean, a lot of moto people did really good. So I think motocross does take skill uh, a little bit more than supercross, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just because two motos and you got to pick guys that don't pull off and things like that. Most everyone makes it through a supercross main event for the most part. So that's my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, I, 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 that makes sense for sure. I agree. But again, like telling uh, you know, Travis did really well at Thunder Valley and he did really well at. Um, couple other races but you know a uh, 6000th at the one race 2800 finish at red bud 1400 finish at buds creek uh 1900 finish at iron man you, you just don't like you just you don't have to absolutely crush it every single weekend you know that we we say that a lot but just fyi like again you know you got to be what good, happened but, yeah. what happened in supercross 10000 13 you got 13000 in Rutherford. yeah well i went to uh i was at daytona i was at tampa I was at East Rutherford, and I'm pretty sure those are my three worst races. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not an advantage being at the race. No. Not just people want to so say hard. it is. It's a disadvantage. Yeah. So, and then the last round, I I I was had an outside chance of getting money and idiots. I was I was still like in range, and I absolutely sent it, and I picked a Ray, and that was absolutely Ooh. ridiculous of me to do. And yeah, that didn't go well. You got the warning and everything. Yeah, still went. Oh yeah, I did not care about the warning. I was like, let's do this, A Ray. Yeah, you got you had you had, had A Ray. Roxon only got two points, and Jeremy Martin four points. That was a rough go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Man, congrats. Man. Yeah, awesome. congrats, Travis. That's really cool that you won it. It's awesome. Um, you know, uh, when you get the bike from Yamaha, take a little bit of time to get it. If you could put it on social for us too, and you know, tag us and everything else. That that would be, that'd be really cool, man. Um, yeah, I will for sure. But yeah, congratulations. Thanks for playing. And uh, it's really cool that maybe next year we're at, at the local track or whatever, you'll be on the bike you won. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Tra- thanks, Travis. I appreciate it. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you for playing. And uh, we'll see you at the races, man. Thank you.
Yeah, I'll Great see you guys. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Good stuff from Travis Delnicki. JT, imagine when in your privateer days if you'd won an, <laughs> an RMZ 250 or RMZ 450 or whatever. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know that I was uh, as good a fantasy as uh, Travis seems to be, so yeah. probably unlikely, but, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that, that's awesome that he won and how serious he took it too. That's that's great. Uh, fantastic. Uh, awesome. Okay, well, congrats to Travis Delnicki. Congrats to me for winning the uh, Experts League. And, uh, and all of that. We will be back for next week to preview SMX uh, Charlotte, and then we're going to do Chicago and obviously LA. So we will, uh, we'll, we'll have three more shows to go, or maybe four. Uh, but yeah, sign up, everybody, if you haven't. If, you've, if, you, if you listen to this, chances are you have, but we're giving away some, maybe, some more cool prizes. Uh, JT, Truman, Pyrbinos, anything else? Uh, you made fun of the fastest rider ever, Jeffrey Hurlings, for thanking himself, and then you just did it like three times. So yep. just put Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I love it. Thanks, boys. I'm here for See, ya. See ya. See ya.